Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you win at home and in life. Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you win at home and life. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Travolute, and today we are going to do a podcast episode around Rodney's new book called Why Your Kids Do What They Do, Responding to the Driving Forces Behind Your Teen's Behavior. It's going to be juicy as always, and we want to let you know that for a limited time, you can get a free copy of the study guide when you purchase his new book. And here's how you do that. You're going to want to write this down. Go to thewinningfamily.com. Or you can text the word KIDS, that's K-I-D-S, to the number 1-833-213-8967. So we are getting ready to dive in. Rodney Gage, welcome. It is a bit of a sad moment because we are missing your wife, Michelle. I know. I don't know if we're going to survive this podcast or not. She will be missed greatly. (laughs) Yes. Well, obviously, she's always a part of our podcast, and today, due to some other uh, conflicts, she could not join with us in this episode, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll always uh, benefit from her wisdom, that's for sure. Well, we want to, uh, yeah, just continue the conversation. We've been, over the last uh, uh, three or four podcasts, we've been focusing um, some of the content around this book called right. Why Your Kids Do What They Do, and and uh, and today we want to continue uh, with that conversation and and really just kind of bring this down in a very practical, hopefully a very encouraging mm-hmm. uh, way that will help give parents, uh, I think, some important reminders of what it is that teenagers really, really want most mm-hmm. from their parents. Yes. And of course, um, you know, kids, if you ask them what they what they want, a lot of times they'll tell you they want certain things, um, but those might be more relevant to needs rather than true wants. Right. But at the end of the day, I think what many kids do truly want and long for is just that safe, secure, honest, open relationship with their parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so today we're going to talk more specifically about how to achieve that. And so we've outlined a number of different things that I think kids desire most and want most from their parents. And the first is, and this is going to be um, something that maybe you never thought about before, but kids really don't want their parents to argue in front of them. Mm-hmm. And I know Michelle and I, we've, we've encountered this. I know you probably mm-hmm. have encountered yes. that too, you mm-hmm. know, as a parent, right. Linda, where you know, something happens and, you know, a button is pushed, a trigger, (laughs) you know, um, is released. And all of a sudden there's a moment of tension and conflict, confrontation between mom and dad. And what happens is, is that when that moment happens, it just fills the atmosphere of the home with a sense of stress and tension that is, can, can really breed insecurity, fear, yeah. um, depending on what is said and how the confrontation, you know, takes place. If there's, if there's arguing going on, well, nobody likes to sit around and listen to arguing, Mm-mm. you know, and Mm-mm. somebody going back, you know, back and forth at, you know, blaming this or saying this or accusing somebody of that. And I think what, what happens a lot of times is that if this is allowed to happen, 
then what happens is an old saying, what you, what you allow continues. Right, right. And so if you open that window where, you know, every time there's a disagreement or every time, you know, something happens where there's that trigger that, you know, we either jump into it mm -hmm. and just, you know, go at each other. Mm -hmm. Well, if that becomes our default and our mode, then all that does is it breeds insecurity. Right. It breeds fear, mm -hmm. you know, in our kids. And it only creates a toxic, unhealthy, mm -hmm. unwelcoming, uninviting kind of environment. Mm -hmm. So all that really will do is will drive, you know, a son or a daughter to retreat, to isolate, to last thing they want to do is be at home. Right. You know, they want to go be with her friends right. or go to somebody else's mm -hmm. house mm -hmm. where there seems to be more peace and tranquility. Yes, right. So again, all of these negative things that can come as a result of mom and dad, you know, arguing, I think it's important, you know, first and foremost, I know in, in Michelle and I, when we had disagreements, for, first of all, we, we never, if, if at all possible, we tried to avoid doing that in front of the kids. Right. And even if they witnessed or saw us, you know, um, have those moments of disagreement, um, we would circle it back around and bring the kids into the situation mm -hmm. and just say, it was wrong of me and mom mm -hmm. to say what we said, or we should not have, you know, acted toward mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. in that way. And as a result, what it's doing is it's teaching a spirit of humility mm -hmm. It's it's a honesty, you know. We're we're allowing our kids to see that hey, mom and dad's not perfect. They already know we're not, right. but when we admit right. it, all that does is help mm -hmm. <laughs> reestablish some credibility there in the eyes of our kids. So again, what this does is it helps build security. Mm -hmm. it, it it helps build those relationships and that atmosphere in our home that our kids, they want that. Mm -hmm. Because we live in an insecure world. We live yeah. in a world where, man, everybody is out to, you know, cancel this person or cancel this group. And, you know, we just, we live in this world where there's just so much confrontation. And so the last place that we want that mm -hmm. is at home. Yes. And so it's not that we're going to... Um, avoid conflict altogether because like the old saying only takes two to tango right, so right. we're always going to have moments when you're together but at the end of the day if at all possible it's important that we do everything we can not to argue mm -hmm. in front of our kids just a thought would you also advise parents who are no longer married to their children's father or mother to not argue with maybe their ex-spouse that like if they're in a co-parenting relationship with the same principle mm -hmm. apply, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because all of that does, again, it breeds uh, insecurity, mm -hmm. fear. Again, there's a lot of inconsistencies right. there. And what happens a lot of times is that kids can quickly, and it's just, it's just something that happens, kids can quickly turn it on themselves yeah. and say, I'm the one. Mm -hmm. They're fighting because of me. Yes. You know, they got a divorce because yes. of me. I'm the one that caused them to go their separate ways. Mm -hmm. And that, as weird as that might sound, that is a very real yep. um, emotion and belief yes. that a lot of kids really in their heart mm -hmm. believe that they are a part of the problem yep. of why mom and dad don't get along or yes. why they argue. And so we have to just be aware and be careful 
of, again, those type of situations that um, they can be avoided. Mm -hmm. And that's where we just have to be mature adults. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as believers, you know, we have to be led by the Spirit and be controlled by the Spirit so that we're not acting out in the flesh and being quick to, you know, um, to argue Mm -hmm. about things. Mm -hmm. The Bible says to be... um, you know, slow to get angry. We're to be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to get angry. And so I think it's just important that we teach our kids that, we model that as much as we possibly mm-hmm. can. But that's one thing I know that kids, they don't want mom and dad to create that strife and stress in the home because of the arguing that's going back and forth. Yeah. So the number two thing that I think kids want is parents who are honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh McDowell, who has been a friend and mentor of mine for many, many years, uh, he has a statement. In fact, he wrote the foreword to this book, and he used to say something that went like this. He said, you can fool a fool, you can con a con, but you Mm. can't kid a kid. Mm. (laughs) And I love that statement. I've never forgotten it because, you know, what Josh was trying to, you know, help us parents understand is at the end of the day, kids can see right through us, you know, and we can't try to pretend to be something we're not. We can't cover up our own flaws and mistakes. But what kids want is just to know that we're willing to be honest about our own insufficiencies or our own, you know, imperfections or, you know, whatever it might be. And what that does, again, it creates security. Mm -hmm. It creates safety Mm -hmm. because if we're honest, then our kids are going to be honest. If we're covering up, we're hiding, you know, we're, we're holding back. Mm-hmm. Well, that's only going to teach our kids right. to do the same right. thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that, that we keep that spirit of honesty, transparency, openness in our home and in our relationships, because that's only, that's the only way we can keep truth mm-hmm. at the forefront. So if truth is a value to us in our lives and in our home, then we got to learn to be truly honest mm-hmm. with one another mm-hmm. and how we talk and how we act and, you know, what is acceptable, what's unacceptable, but, you know, do it in a spirit, you know, of love. Mm -hmm. So number three is parents who are tolerant of others. So kids, I think, you know, we hear so much in these days about uh, intolerance, but it's also the sense of being tolerant where whatever expectations that we have, Kids want to know that it's okay, they're safe to bring maybe home a friend right. um, that their parents may not like or approve of or, you know, whatever, or someone who has a different background, different perspective, different, you know, personality, culture, whatever, fill in the blank. But rather than being quick to judge or associate, you know, um, I think what that does is it puts our kids on the defensive mm-hmm. and it, it creates that element of suspicion mm-hmm. and lack of trust. And so it's the old saying, don't judge a book by the cover. Right. But at the same time, we have to make sure that we are willing, you know, to embrace not just our kids, but embrace what's important to them. Embrace you know, if they have friends that come into our, our home, our home, I believe, can be the greatest place of, I like to use the word witness, evangelism, you know, shining our light, whatever you want to call it. 
it's it can be the most powerful place of communicating, modeling, resonating God's love. Yes. And so we want our kids to feel freedom, free, the freedom and the confidence mm-hmm. that they can bring anybody home. Mm-hmm. And when their friends come home and they're exposed to our family, right. wow, they're going to be embraced. They're going to experience genuine love. Yes. Yes. And there's going to be something unique about their friends coming into our home that is going to make a mark on mm-hmm. their friends' mm-hmm. lives in a positive, mm-hmm. healthy way. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the joys that Michelle and I, we loved having our our kids bring, we wanted our place to be that place that everybody wanted to go to mm-hmm. because they felt, hey, we could go to the Gage's house yes. Yes. and they could be themselves. But but man, we'd have them for dinner. We would, we would allow those opportunities for us to be a witness to be a life-giving source to their friends. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, we had the opportunity to impact a lot of our children's friends because of the relationship that we were able to build over time. Yeah. And a lot of times those kids ended up coming to us mm-hmm. about things right. that they were facing or struggling right. with that way would talk to us that they wouldn't maybe talk to anybody yeah. else because over time we built that. Yes. So I think we just have to be careful not to be, again, quick to judge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, cast any kind of shadow of doubt, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that because that can that can cause our kids right. to close their hearts, right. you know, toward us or towards even their friends. Yes. So I think it's important that we keep that uh, in mind as parents. Number four is, is parents who welcome their friends uh, to their home. I think we just we mm-hmm. just talked about mm-hmm. that. Um, that's a very important desire that, that kids want from their parents. Number six is parents who, excuse me, number five is parents who build a team spirit with their kids. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important. And that's why we use the phrase winning family. Mm -hmm. And it's not about winning and losing. It's about a spirit of togetherness. It's about, Hey, we're in this together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we is better than me. We all have a part to play in our home and in our family. Mm-hmm. One person's role is not any lesser important than the other, but together we make up our family. Mm-hmm. And whether you're a single family, single parent family, blended family, but creating that sense of togetherness and that team mm-hmm. spirit can change the atmosphere and build a culture within your home that can have lifelong benefits because of that team spirit that yes. we are working together. We work through problems. Right. We're, we're going to weather storms. Yes. We're going to make it through to the mm-hmm. other side together. Yes. We are going to overcome right. whatever thing, whatever obstacle or things that come against mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kids just long for that they do. Um, among their parents. And then number six is parents who answer their questions. So, you know, we always tried to keep the door open for our kids to ask us anything. Mm-hmm. It, we never, we didn't ever want to come across like they were bothering us mm-hmm. or like, well, why would you ask that? Mm-hmm. That's a stupid question, right, right. you know, or, or, you know, to where if anything, we want to invite conversation, not shut conversations mm-hmm. down. And just because we may not know the answer to something or feel comfortable about going, you know, certain places in conversations, we've got to be willing to really just allow 
um, those moments and those opportunities to be teachable moments mm-hmm. to enter into yeah. our, our kids' world yes. through those type of conversations. So, you know, bring on the questions. May not have all the answers, but hey, let's 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 learn together. That's right. You know, right. hey, let's let's listen to a podcast together. Let's let's read what this has to say, this blog or, you know, um, whatever resource that we can go to. But let's learn together. Let's come up mm-hmm. with the best solution, mm-hmm. the best answer. Mm-hmm. Let's find out what is the workable solution. Yes. And I think that is what kids want. They want to know that they can go to their parents and they can get answers to the questions that they're asking. Yeah, yep. that's good. Number seven is parents who give punishment when needed, but not in front of others, especially their friends. Mm. Man, that's one of the most humiliating it is. experiences when, you know, something happens and all of a sudden, you know, a mom and a dad who's extremely upset and they may be rightfully upset mm-hmm. over whatever the circumstance might be. But when all of a sudden they unload on their son or their daughter, especially in front of their peers, that is catastrophic. It is. And so I think it's important. Again, it goes back to that self-control issue. There's a time and there's a place. And I think it's just important that parents realize that, you know, again, rather than driving our kids away, we want to keep their heart Mm -hmm. soft. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to discipline and when it comes to, you know, um, walking through and talking through things that are going to require consequences Mm -hmm. for wrong Mm -hmm. actions or, you know, if they were irresponsible in certain ways, well then, yeah, there has to be consequences that are experienced. There has to be boundaries that are established. And when those boundary lines are crossed, then, you know, there are going to be consequences as a result. But at the same time, I think there are healthy and there are life-giving ways that we can do that that's constructive rather than destructive mm-hmm. in, our, in our relationships. And then the last area is parents who are consistent. Mm. And I think, and again, this is not an issue of being perfect, but I think it's an issue of parents who, at the end of the day, they live what they actually say right. they believe. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Michelle and I, we've talked about this many, many times, but just the importance of living out your values. And so, therefore, of what's important to us, what is of value to us as a home, as a family, as a, in, our, in our marriage relationship, is, you know, with our children, they just want to know that through modeling, because actions speak louder than words, mm-hmm. through our example, they want to know that mom and dad is the real deal. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, at the end of the day, I don't care how successful, how much money, big, how big of a house you got or what kind of car you drive, all of that's irrelevant. If our kids do not respect us mm-hmm. for who we are and the way we live, then what have we gained? Yeah. So we want our kids to be able to say when it comes to, you know, when they think about their mom and they think about their dad, that he or she or both of them, they were the most faithful, consistent, yes. God-honoring people mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. ever seen yes. because of the way right. they live. Right. And I just, I know I want that, mm-hmm. but I know kids want that yes. from their parents yes. because we live in an inconsistent mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. and that breeds stability in yes. their life and it gives them 
a foundation to stand on. Mm -hmm. Gives them the shoulders to be able to stand on in their own life. Yes. When when it comes to their own future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those are just things that I think are important reminders to help parents understand that these are the things that kids truly want and long for uh, in the relationship with their parents. So good. I want to encourage you, if you are watching via YouTube or if you're listening the podcast, get your hands on this book because, you know, Rodney has just touched the tip of the iceberg here, and there is so much more regarding this topic, what teenagers want from their parents, in his book, Why Kids Do What They Do. And you can get it at a major retailer or go to thewinningfamily.com. And again, know that you can get a copy of the study guide, which goes along with it completely free if you'll go to thewinningfamily.com and then text the word KIDS to 1-833-213-8967. In addition to that, there are other resources available. Roddy and Michelle have a mentoring group that you are welcome. In fact, we throw the invitation out there. They would love for you to be a part of their mentoring group. It is Uh, something that they do virtually. So no matter where you are in the world, you can be a part of this. They meet regularly with a group of parents that will become your friends, your comrades, your confidants. Mm. And you can check that out at thewinningfamily.com. And word on the street is if you do check it out, you are allowed to have one month free, which is a very generous offer. So go to thewinningfamily.com. And we really look forward to having you a part of the next podcast. So if you don't want to miss that, here's a little tip. Subscribe to The Winning Family. Subscribe to The Winning Family Podcast. And hey, share this episode with somebody who needs it because you have friends, you have family who need to know what teenagers want from their parents. This is an incredible opportunity for you to be the hero in their lives and get them information that will change the course of their lives together. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks again for joining us on the Winning Family Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Winning Family. Also, we would love to hear what's on your heart and mind as parents. Send us any questions you would like Rodney and Michelle to answer in the future episodes by sending your questions to the podcast at thewinningfamily.com. We look forward to hearing from you. For more helpful resources and content, be sure to go to thewinningfamily.com. Until next time, thanks again for joining us on this week's episode of The Winning Family Podcast.